Welcome back. You're listening to The Muster on Hokanui for a Thursday afternoon with Andy Muir. Up next is Darren Smith, regional partner for Dairy NZ, as Dairy NZ join us every Thursday here on the program. Good afternoon, Darren. Welcome to The Muster. Yeah, good afternoon, Andy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. How's everything going so far as we ease our way through the first month of 2023? Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, back into business. It's The sun's shining. It's pretty warm enough, but... Yeah, a few guys around uh, looking at the skies for a drop of rain. You've been sort of unlucky to miss some of the showers that have gone through. You'd certainly be happy to have a drop of rain. Yeah, certainly been very regional, the um, rain that we've had in the province over the last month or so. Hey, Darren, today we're talking about twice-a-day milking or options that are available, whether going 18 hours of the likes. There's a couple of things to consider when you do this, isn't there? Yeah, there's a number of things to consider, Andy. Uh, I guess... When we're looking at alternatives uh, to, to twice-a-day milking, there's three three main options uh, that are traditionally used. Uh, we've got the, the once-a-day option, uh, we've got the three and two, what some would call 16-hour milking, and we've got 10 and seven, which is something that's gained a bit of popularity over the last uh, few years. Uh, so some have gone to that option as well. Uh, all three options are used by, by some farmers all season. Uh, some just use it uh, for a short period of time, maybe over mating or over a dry period in the summer, and others use it uh, from sort of that midpoint or later on, and they and they run it through till the end of the season. So those are the, those are the three main options we're looking at when we're considering uh, changing up from or going away from our twice-a-day uh, routine. What's the main benefits regarding it? I mean, I've, I know a few people that do it, and they said straight off the cuff, um, staff straight away, uh, weekends becomes a lot more manageable, for instance. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a number of reasons to look at it, um, and, and everyone has their, has their different different reasons. So one is definitely staff, uh, whether it's just to lighten the load on the staff that you've got, or it's just to manage the fact that you haven't been out of source them or you've had somebody leave. So yeah, managing those staff hours or managing short uh, staff shortages is, is definitely a part of it. Uh, there's a few other things as well, Andy. Uh, some use it as a way of combating body condition score loss. So uh, this time of year gets hot. A lot of energy sapping walks to the shed. Uh, the heat comes in, so can strip, strip weight off cows. And so just to manage that uh, through the back half of the season, you know, drop that energy output of the cows. So if you can take away some walks to the shed, uh, that can just reduce how much energy they're using up in, in that sort of area. Uh, plus, uh, this year at least, uh, in Southland, uh, there's, there's been some hot afternoons. And so you know, guys will... Guys will use it just to manage how many milkings uh, these cows are doing in that peak heat of the afternoon. So by being able just to alter milking times, we can keep the cows off the concrete uh, at certain times of the day, uh, which just reduces that heat stress and allows uh, more of that energy to go into, into milk production rather than trying to keep the body cool. That was going to be my next question, Darren, regarding benefits for animals by doing it the way that you are. I mean, you can counteract that by saying um, a lot more milk that isn't going to that that should be. But, yeah, like I say, when you talk to people, it balances itself out over time when you've got limit, the costs are reduced, um, the milk's coming in. Granted, it's not the flow of twice a day, but there are other benefits of doing it that just um, flow on without the pun. Yes, that's right. Uh, you, you do need to take a whole season look at it. So if you can do something over the back half of the season that helps you manage condition score and energy use in the cow, then that has flow-on effects to, to your reproduction results for the following season. Yeah. So if that improves condition score at the end of the season and the calving down in better neck, a bit more likely to get into calf earlier and an earlier calving herd 
produces more milk in the front half of the season. And so what you may may lose in this in the short term now, um, it can add to your overall system. And in time, that flows through to a system that's early calving with good conditioning cows that get cranking uh, from the get-go and your overall, overall milk production uh, will have benefits from it. Does it take long for the herd to adjust to milking times like that? Sometimes it takes the humans longer, Andy. Um, yeah, no, I don't think it does. Um, I think if, if it's constantly changing, then, then more so. But um, yeah, cows are, are routine animals, and so yes, you have to change that routine, but they settle into the new one reasonably quickly. Now, Dairy NZ, if anybody have any questions regarding that, because, I mean, we look at the weather. If it is going to get a bit drier, definitely something to look at as we get through the season, probably people taking it on board now. But the team in Dairy NZ, you've certainly got a lot of uh, management tools for people who want to inquire about this. Yes, we do. And so there's a lot of information on the website, um, and that includes podcasts, done, uh, talking to guys that have done that and made, and made those changes, and there's case studies. Uh, done on, on farmers that are using it all season or for part season, uh, like we're talking about at the moment. So that, that information is available on the Jerry and Z website. And, of course, um, more than welcome to, to contact myself or another member of our team in the Jerry and Z team uh, for a chat about your particular situation. We'd be happy to come out and have a chat on farm and, and look at the options for you. A, a big thing to consider here, Andy, is, is why are you making the changes? So we can talk about all sorts of reasons why it might be a good idea, but what is it on your farm that, that's driving it? And therefore, what is the best option for you? And so there's all sorts of considerations for, for the individual farmer, right from sow count to feed position on farm to the convenience of different milking times and what uh, level of milk production loss you're prepared to accept uh, to make a change. And so, you know, what is your particular driver on your farm? And um, that's going to be a big influence on, on, on what option you might look at taking. And if Daring, if you're willing to let Daring get help, we'd be more than keen to come out and, and sit down and, and chat those things over and, and help you get the best out of this decision that you can. Darren Smith, Regional Partner for Daring Z, appreciate your time on the muster this afternoon. Not a problem, Andy. Thank you. Darren Smith there from Daring Z. Coming up next on the muster Thursday afternoon, Hannah Blakely from Beef and Lamb.